Hello, my name is Hayley Morris and this is Conversation Time. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today is a little bit of a solo venture, which you're probably looking at my episodes thinking, so the the deal is you have one week on your own and then you have another week with a guest and then the next week's on your own and the next week is with a guest and so on and so forth. And I just have to say that's not my plan at all but it seems to have gone that way quite naturally and I am trying to keep this podcast quite natural for me. I don't want it to become something I'm forcing and I don't want it to become something that I'm kind of really like putting too much thought into because I want this to be as natural, as open, as honest and I kind of just want you to enjoy it and to take a little tidbits from it and yeah I don't want this to be too forced I can sometimes think if I put too much pressure on myself then things just aren't very good if that makes sense and that's not I don't want you to have to listen to this and feel bored or just decide not to listen to it because I kind of I want to add value to your life and I want you to understand that you're not alone I was not planning to record a podcast today but I kind of just felt intuitively like I needed to or I wanted to I don't know something kind of called me to make this podcast today and so here I am recording a podcast and what I want to talk about today is something that I kind of have so much passion for and it's something that I am you know very it's it's very important to me and it's something I have believed in and followed probably for the last 12 years of my life it's something that since I was a teenager has been showing up to me and yeah it's it's something I think is actually really important and it is for some people very airy-fairy very la-di-da and very hippy-dippy however I'm, I'm not too bothered about people thinking that about me because it kind of you know if I live my life worried about what people are gonna say about what I believe in or anything like that then I'm gonna be in real trouble because as soon as you start to worry what other people think about you you're just gonna kind kind of live your life always trying to please other people and always trying to make sure other people are giving you some sort of gratification or accepting you when really that's like a a big trick in the world it it kind of is the way that I guess people market stuff at you and um want you to to be you want to they well yeah basically businesses and companies and brands yada yada yada, they want you in that state because when you're in that state you're you're very receptive to buying things and trying to make yourself someone else and be someone for someone else if if any of that makes sense to you I know that definitely is something that resonates with me whenever I think about trying to please others I find myself thinking I'd you know I'll buy this I'll buy that to make myself look this certain way and you know what it doesn't really matter as long as you're happy in yourself and as long as you feel like you're being true to yourself that is the most important thing so to hell what other people think you do you basically but all of that is just a ramble and a half because it's taking away from the fact that what I want to talk about today is the law of attraction I'm not going to talk too much about the I guess the manifesting aspect today although it probably will be included so I say that but I know what I'm like I do really want to have a guest on to talk about the law of attraction and manifesting I just have not penciled that in the diary yet and I know who I'd like to speak to and hopefully they want to speak to me too keep an eye out for that episode when that comes up but for now it is just me talking to you and gracing your ears with the law of attraction so 
So as I said, I think the law of attraction has been in my life for about 12 years. So I think I started kind of learning or finding out about it when I was between the ages of like 16, 17, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older. It's, it's hard to remember that long ago, let's be honest. My first experience with the law of attraction was probably quite similar to many other people. It was with the book, The Secret. It's a book that as soon as I read, I got that feeling. And I don't know if anyone else has ever had that feeling where it just, it kind of like tingles through you. Your blood feels really like warm in a way and your heart kind of feels like it's pounding and everything. It just feels very right. Like you feel like, oh my God, yes, this is it. This is, this is it. This is, this is, this is what I need. And I kind of had that and I felt so excited when I finished reading it and I felt so inspired and this light kind of turned on inside me and I suddenly felt like, oh my goodness, this is everything I need. This is so important to me. And I was so passionate. I remember being like, mum, dad, you have to read this book. Every friend I have, you have to read this book. Like I just went on and on and on to everyone I knew about how they had to read this book and how important it was and how it would change your life. Not everyone back then listened to me. A lot of people back then were like, oh, here she goes again. Like, okay. (laughs) I could feel people around me being like, yeah, whatever. But I continued with it and there was an another book introduced to me not long after I read The Secret called Cosmic Ordering Service. It's a very small book. If you've not read it before, it's it's like a pamphlet. Like you could read it probably in an hour or two. It's a very, very small book, but I think it's a very important book. Please take everything I'm saying with a pinch of salt if you're not into this kind of thing and you can just listen to it and un- kind of see where, where my mind goes. But it's it's a book about ordering what you want into your life. So obviously not doing that online and not doing that with your phone, but doing it with your mind. It teaches you in a very simple way how to use the law of attraction. So it completely simplifies everything. And it's just the ask, believe and receive notion without even using it in that context. If that is at all understandable. It's almost like if you've ever seen The Good Place, there's the character Janet who basically gets you anything your heart desires when you ask for it. It's kind of like that. It's the simple way of saying, this is what I want. And you're asking the Cosmic Ordering Service for it like you would Janet. You're just saying, dear Cosmic Ordering Service, this is what I want. And you're just believing that this service is going to bring it to you. And that is the simplicity of this book. And it's something that I will always remember. And it it, honestly, it works so well well. So the beginning of the book, she talks about, I think it's a she, it could be a he, I'm not sure. But she talks about how she's somewhere and I think someone's chewing gum and it's really frustrating her and she can feel that anger rising in her, which is something I 10 out of 10 relate to because I get like that. Her mantra when this was happening in her head was, may peace be with you. Whatever the mantra is, it's basically there because the author is saying, you shouldn't let someone else's actions change the state you're in, whether that's your emotions, your energy levels, your vibrational state, just because you're frustrated by someone else. So obviously stuff happens all around us every single day. It's how we react to it that changes. So if someone in front of me, like I said, I'm really frustrated by the sound of like, as you can imagine, if you have the same problems, you've probably just been like, oh, get out my ear. You shouldn't let that noise frustrate you so if someone around you is chewing that gum and this has happened for me you start repeating the mantra peace be with you peace be with you peace be with you and naturally that will stop either you will be in a situation where you are somehow suddenly removed from that person or they will spit the gum 
into a tissue and put it in the trash and it will be done. But basically what the author is saying is you can choose how to react to what's going on around you. You don't have to act out in anger and change your energy state. You can do it by repeating that mantra. It's such a simple thing. And I remember when I picked it up and I started looking into it, I started using it in my every single day life. And I've used it ever since. And I'm 27 now, 20, 28 next year. And I still use it to this day. It's crazy. I remember the first time I tried it, I must've been 17 and I was in a car driving and the car behind me was getting right up my ass. And I remember it really frustrating me. And I just started saying, peace be with you peace be with you, peace be with you. And I, I tried not to let it frustrate me. I relaxed, I eased down my shoulders. I kept saying it and he just turned off at the next junction. And I know that sounds really like, well, he probably just was turning off anyway. But it's more the point that I didn't let it change the mood I was in. I didn't let it take over my emotions and make me start slamming the brakes on and giving him daggers in the rear view mirror I just completely went into this nice peaceful zone where it didn't bother me. I got on with my life and he eventually went on with his. And it was really nice to know that my emotional state and my vibrational state did not change over something that I did not have control over. And that's why I think this book is so important because it actually shows you that you don't need to get aggressive about things that you can't control. And by not getting aggressive, you are inviting more good things into your life. And that's part of the law of attraction that I think so many people don't talk about because law of attraction is so much more than just saying, this is what I want. This is what I'll visualize. I'll write it in my journal. It's, it's even just the state of happiness that you can always remain in despite what's going on around you. Honestly, I think it's such a fantastic book and really explains how you can use your mind and how your energy and your vibrations affect what goes on around you. And that is basically all the law of attraction is. If you're explaining it in simple terms, if you are a positive human being and you're relaxed and you're open to good things and you kind of have this attitude of gratitude and you do good things, good things will come back to you. And it is that law of attraction, obviously. Every action has an opposite and equal reaction, which is science. And this is why I'm, I'm so, you got, if you believe in it, it will happen for you. I have to stress that if you don't believe in it, I often feel if you're, I mean, I suppose if you do believe in it, it will happen, but you have to do the steps for it to work for you. And there's something about, you know, nature likes a happy person. Nature likes a person that has high vibrational energy and looks at the world in a good way and, you know, is a nice person. And nature typically doesn't love a negative person. If you think, how many times have you woken up in the morning and you're in a really bad mood and suddenly that bad mood spirals into you being late for work and then you're in a rush because you're late for work and you're frustrated and you're angry and you're like, oh, I don't want to be late for work. So you leave the house in a rush and maybe you've got your bag in your hand and because you're in a rush, your bag spills open and the stuff goes, goes all over your drive or your garden or the floor or wherever you are and you then have to take extra time putting everything back in your, your bag and then you pile yourself into your car or you run to the bus 
bus stop and you've missed your bus or you get in the car and then you hit every single red light on the way to work. And then you get to work and you realize a really important thing you needed. Maybe it was like a a memory stick or a hard drive or something fell out your bag and you forgot to put it back in. And now you know that it's sat outside your house somewhere and then it starts raining and then you know that it's at home and it's getting soaking wet and your boss is angry at you and things just don't go your way. And you sit there pulling your hair out thinking, why am I having such an awful day? But it's, it's, it's you. If you look back, you started off in a really bad mood for some reason. And because you had that negative energy, you've attracted more negative energy to you and things just get worse. And I know when I was at school, I remember I used to get really angry at the computer when it didn't work. And I remember sitting next to my friend Kimberly, whose mum was actually one of the people that introduced me to the law of attraction when I was younger. She said, I think it's not working because of you. And I was like, what do you mean it's not working because of me? And she was like, I don't think the computer's working because you're in a bad mood. And I think your energy is affecting it. And I remember thinking, we must have been in year seven. So we were quite young. And I remember thinking, what are you on about? Shut up. And I found her really annoying, her positivity. Sorry, Kimberly, if you're listening. I found it really annoying that she said that. And I thought, obviously it's not me. It's just the stupid computer. And I continued to sort of shake the screen. And it was back when it's one of like the CBD, like cathode ray tube thing, CRT or whatever they're called, not CBD. completely different thing the CRT like the chunky thick monitors that used to have and I would shake it and those were indestructible back then so it probably wasn't that bad I would not do that to a flat screen now um in fact I wouldn't do that at all now but it is that's that's why that computer wasn't working because my energy was so crazy it wasn't gonna work for me if that makes sense and it's only that now I understand the law of attraction when I wake up in the morning I am now a very grateful person I take time in the morning to write down the things I'm grateful for and I take time in the morning to slow down And kind of recently, I just don't pick up my phone because I know if I pick up my phone and I scroll through and I see something that makes me feel down and I take in all this information that just bombards my brain when I'm only just waking up in the morning, it can really change the behavior and the feelings that I have. That's not what you want in the morning. You want to wake up with a happy heart and feel grateful that you are alive because let's be completely honest here, you are not promised every single day and it is an absolute blessing. And I know that sounds really cringy and so many people I know if you're listening to this knowing me, you're thinking, oh my God, shut up. That's actually embarrassing that you're saying that. However, don't care. It's true. We are given a opportunity to live every single day. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, even the end of today, the day that I'm in right now recording this, I am not guaranteed the end of this day. So I should be grateful for every second of this day. And I'm not saying that, you know, to be grateful, I have to walk around kind of kissing the floor being like, I'm so happy I'm alive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But just feel grateful and feel happy. If you're happy throughout the day, and I'm not saying you have to be happy always because, you know, some things go wrong, but feel happy and grateful and you know put out those high vibrations and good things are going to come back to you and you're going to feel even more things to be grateful for it honestly is the most simple thing in the world when you think about it and it's so crazy that we don't all do this and it's so crazy that so many people are like ah hippy dippy stuff because it does work and there's so many people out there that are so successful and I solely think it's down to the fact that they have these high vibrations and they're grateful for things and they've manifested what they're experiencing now and I've got this box underneath my bed and every new year I go through it so from the beginning of the year 
I will write down a load of things on bits of paper and I'll rip it up and I'll fold it up and put it in this box. And then every new year I go through it and I open up the things and it's like, oh, so I wanted this and has that happened yet? Nope, put that in a pile, it's not happened yet. Has this one happened yet? Yes, that happened. And it's so crazy, like I have stuff in that box that I never thought would happen and they were kind of like crazy outrageous things. Like one of them was... I will be in, I have a double spread in a magazine. This I wrote years ago when YouTubers started getting double spreads in kids' magazines. Two years ago, I got into a magazine talking about my dad's dementia. That is not how I expected to be on a double spread magazine at all. However, the universe gifted it to me and gave me what I asked for. I didn't specify, and I never usually specify huge things when I want them to happen. And that is the thing with cosmic ordering service and ordering things from the universe. When you order something, you you usually have to be quite specific and say, let's say I want the, there's a yellow pillow on my bed right now. That's why I'm saying this. So there's a yellow pillow on my bed. Let's say I was going through Instagram and I saw in the background of someone's picture, they had this beautiful yellow pillow on their sofa. And I really want that yellow pillow. I don't know where it's from. And I've scoured the internet and I literally can't find it anywhere. So I decide to ask the universe. And this is kind of how I use the universe. Something like this or bigger scale. Dear Cosmic Ordering Service, I really want to find the yellow pillow that I saw in the background of, let's say, Hannah's Instagram picture today. I want to find it by the end of today and I want it to be within my price range and I want it to be able to be shipped to me ASAP. So you wanna get specific on what you want. You wanna get specific of when you want it and you wanna get specific about stuff. I guess if you're looking at something random, if you find it and it's really expensive, that's not the most ideal situation. So you wanna say you want it in the most affordable way. And sometimes you can do that with really expensive things. So say you found a camera that you want. It's this amazing camera, but it's way out your price range. You can ask for it and say, dear Cosmic Ordering Service, I really want the Canon G7 X Mark III and I want it next month. You can say it like that and the universe will find a way to give it to you. The thing with the universe is it doesn't know how big a scale of something is. So if you're saying, I want a million pound house, the universe doesn't know that that's a huge scale next to a cup of coffee. The universe feels your energy. So if you're saying, I want a huge million dollar house and you're having these unwavering thoughts that this is gonna happen and you so hugely believe it will happen and you let it go, the universe is gonna give it to you as if it was a cup of coffee. And the most important thing with that is you always have to let it go as soon as you ask for it and don't question the universe, if that makes sense. So the more you ask for it, the more you're questioning the universe's power to give it to you. I know, sounds crazy, but honestly, I do believe in that. And I think with the bigger things, you always just have to trust. So when I was younger, I always used to ask, <laughs> really embarrassing to admit I always used to ask to have a million subscribers on YouTube and I asked every single night I literally prayed for it I spent so much time thinking about it I would look at my subscriber count every single morning I would write it down how much it changed by how much it grew by and I was obsessed with it and of course I didn't get it I pushed it away from me because the more you focus on it the more time it takes to get to you in a way so it's it's confusing. You'd have to read a lot of books. Um, I really recommend like Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. I think that's the names. I'm probably really ballsing that up, but here we go. There's so many books that explain it. So The Secret kind of gives you this baseline sort of way of understanding it. And then all these other books and practices, they explain to you why you might not be getting something and how you actually have to 
focus time on doing things and visualizing and you know there's more to it than the simplicity of it but sometimes just knowing the simple stuff and trusting will get you what you want very quickly it's it's all dependent on your mind and sometimes we are completely conditioned to believe that we can't get all these things we want and of course sometimes I think we are asking for things that we think we need and the universe knows we don't need them or it's not right for us so sometimes things don't happen and it's a blessing and I want to talk a little bit more about dealing with negative stuff and how you can find a positive out of it so in March obviously we've had this pandemic happen and I lost my job at Disney and I waited two years to get back on the program I was on and during that time I went through some pretty shit times to be completely honest and also went through some good things and it was a it was a couple of years of ups and downs and I basically pinned everything on going back there and it really kind of correcting my life and putting me onto a path of much higher vibrations just feeling so much happier and all of that jazz. So as you can imagine, when I found out that I was being let go from that job, I was so, so gutted. However, I wasn't as gutted as I would have been had I not trusted the universe. So something that my mum taught me quite a while ago was the universe never takes something away from you without replacing it with something even better. And I really want to repeat that for you so that you can take that in. The universe or whatever you believe in, God, your higher self, or just the sky, I guess, whatever it is you call it, I call it the universe. The universe will never take something away from you without replacing it with something better. That's one of those things that I think is so important. And I don't mean that with death. I mean that with things that get taken away from you because there's no way that I can find anything good coming out of my dad having a dementia and being in a care home and not being with me anymore so I am not saying that a death is that I am saying stuff like when you break up a relationship when you lose a job when something's taken away from you that isn't a life we'll say that so when I lost my job I was upset absolutely that really really upset me and you still with the law of attraction and with you know high vibrations and everything like that you don't have to stop feeling your feelings that's not a thing so obviously I was very very heartbroken very upset however I entirely trusted that for whatever reason this was for the greater good I was losing this job but something better was going to come along or better opportunity or something that was more right for me was coming along and there was a reason for this happening I don't know that reason still but I do trust that there is something better for me and that is why that had to happen at that point point. and I think with this you always need to find positives so since I lost my job I was obviously upset for a little while and I kind of used my diary and used my journal or used wherever I write my notes to write down a list of positives that came out of me losing my job which I think is so important I think when something goes wrong not only do you have to feel grateful that you ever had that opportunity or grateful for the experiences that you had grateful for the friends that it brought you this is me kind of drawing from my experience I'm so grateful that I got an opportunity to do a second program because so many people don't get that opportunity I'm so grateful that I I met the people I did on that program and I had the experiences I had and so on and so forth. You kind of make a list and you start to feel really good and you start to forget, oh, that was a pretty crappy time. But there was so much good stuff that happened. This isn't the be all and end all. This isn't like the only emotion I'm going to feel right now. And then you have to kind of think, well, I am now 
open to anything. I'm in a situation now where I'm stood on an empty pathway and in front of me, all I can see is 10 steps ahead. And when I walk the next 10 steps, I'll see the next 10 steps and I'll see the next 10 steps. And who knows, maybe in the next 30 steps, there's a big pile of gold and everything I want is there. You just don't know what's in the future. And there's a lot of stuff when people talk about the law of attraction and talk about manifesting. When you think about a plant growing, you don't see that below the soil, there is so much growing and there is so much goodness happening, like roots are being firmly planted down and things are starting to bud and just below the soil, that plant is about to burst out and start to grow its beautiful stem and leaves and flowers and whatever it is you're growing. Some people don't realize that when you are wishing for something or working towards something, there is so much work that goes on behind it and you could be right at the cusp, right at the top, like you could be that little flower head waiting to sprout out the soil and then you give up. You don't know and I always think that's one of the main things for me. I will be persistent at whatever I am passionate about and whatever I really want in this life because you don't know that if when you give up you could have been right there right about to reach success and for me when I was growing up obviously the only thing I wanted was my YouTube channel to hit a million subscribers and I wanted to be in quotes YouTube famous and the older I've got the the more I realized that that wouldn't have been right for me that isn't what I wanted that's what I thought I wanted and I started to look at YouTube less as a career move and less of something that I felt like I needed to achieve and something that now like I just I thoroughly enjoy making YouTube videos and I really enjoy the connections I've made out of it and the people I've met and the people I get to interact with and the fact that I get to just kind of be creative and put whatever I want on the internet and I have that freedom. And actually in doing that, I've noticed better things coming out of it. And that's that's kind of what it's all about. I think the, the more pressure you put on the yourself and the more you focus on what you want out of it, the less you're gonna enjoy it in the long run. Like let's say when I created this podcast a few weeks ago, I had this idea that I'm gonna make a podcast and this podcast is gonna make me famous. I would then just every single time I recorded a podcast have that in mind and I think it wouldn't be natural anymore and it wouldn't it wouldn't be something I enjoy doing because I've put pressure on it basically what I'm trying to say is don't make the destination the whole heart of it enjoy the journey of it whatever that is and if if you've wished for let's say like say I wish this podcast was going to make me famous and that's that's not what I've done I just really enjoy doing this to be honest and there was no end goal for me for this at the moment maybe one day I'll put a goal for it but let's say okay let's say my goal is at the end of this I want to have my own radio network which I don't want but let's say that was my whole game plan what I would need to do is ask the universe for it visualize it focus on it feel it and then let go of it and trust it will come to me when it's right. And then I would just go on and enjoy it and just do what I wish and do what I feel and have fun with it. And yeah, I basically think that you have to have so much trust in the universe and so much trust in yourself. And I think sometimes people are scared to use 
the universe and the law of attraction. So I think when you're first starting to use it, to test it, to test the waters, to see if it works and see if you think, yeah, this is a thing I'm down for. Ask for something really simple. Say, I really want someone to give me a hair grip today. And you might find your, you think about it in the morning, you ask for it, you go about your day, you go to your friend's house and you see a hair grip on the floor. And it could be as simple as that. It might not be your friend giving it to you, but it might be in someone else's house and it's there and you're like, oh my God, it happened. And then you ask for something bigger. And then eventually maybe you say, hey, I want a million dollar home on the Hollywood Hills. And I want it to have a big green door really big floor to ceiling windows, an amazing built-in fireplace. I'm starting to paint this house and I'm going to ask for it, I think. This is amazing. <laughs> and you you might find yourself one day living in that home, forgetting you'd ever asked for it. That's the thing. Sometimes, sorry, I'm really going on a tangent here. Sometimes you don't realize that what you ask for, you have. So years ago, in my box, I put in a picture of an iMac and oh my God, it's on my, <laughs> it's on my vision board. It's in my diaries. I used to just write the words iMac and print out the Apple symbol. And I didn't mean I've had a MacBook for a while, a very long time. And it, I didn't mean that. I meant I just wanted a, an iMac desktop. Like I really wanted it. And I never, ever, ever put out a time that I wanted this and this is actually really weird if you look at my vision board I forgot I've got everything that's on there right now apart from the million subscribers however there are quite a lot of things on there that I do have so I really wanted an iMac and today I've got my iMac which happened about two weeks ago so one of my boyfriend's friends is selling his work computers for a very high discounted price and they're only three years old so there's it's a very cheap price just because they're replacing all of their desktops in their office obviously because of all this pandemic whatever it is so I've now got one for a very discounted price years and years after I asked for it but I've now got it and it's just it's crazy sometimes when you you stop and think, I asked for this once and I now have it. On my vision board is a picture of Cinderella's castle and then right next to it are the letters NYC. And shortly after I put that on there, I think I did that in 2015, a year later... No, it was 2014 I did that vision board. Two years later, I was living and working in Disney World and took three trips to New York City. And when I got home, I looked at that vision board and I was like, holy shit, those are two things I really wanted that I now have. And it was insane. I think it's important to not only enjoy the journey of it and enjoy what it is that you're doing, whether that's something you're making, creating, or just a new job that you have and you're wanting a promotion in it. Just enjoy the journey of it and trust that whatever it is that you've asked for, it will come to you. And sometimes it comes in funny ways. Sometimes you'll pick up a job and you'll think, why am I getting this job? This isn't the job that I wanted. This isn't the job that I asked for. This isn't anything I saw myself doing. Why am I doing this job? Why am I stuck here doing this job? When actually that job's there because it's leading you to meet someone that is going to help you to get to the place that you do want to be and that you asked to be. I think the universe has a funny way of doing things for you. And it goes back to that YouTube thing I was saying about earlier, how actually me asking to be this famous YouTuber, it wasn't right for me. And I know it wasn't because all the experiences that 
I've had since then have shown me that A, it might not have been the right time for me. It might happen at some point in my life if I still want it to and if it's right for me. But at the time when I was asking for it, it was not right for me. I was not ready for that. And there was other things that I needed to do first and maybe instead of. And if I had gone down that route, my life would have been very different to what it is now. And it may have led me to do things very differently. I may not have met Chris. I may not have started this podcast. I may have not, you know, met certain people or read certain books or watched like really little things that have meant a lot to me. Might not have been able to experience those things. And I'm very lucky and fortunate to have had the life I've had. And I always look back on everything I've done with a lot of gratitude. And although some experiences I've had haven't always been the greatest, I had taken so many positives out of them and found so many things that they've done for me. There's been jobs that I've had that have been soul destroying to me but they have shown me that that's exactly what I don't want to do and every time I've got into I won't say the particular career path it's been but there is a particular career path I have kind of taken a few times and every time I've been in that job I have felt miserable and it's been a struggle to wake out wake up in the morning it's been a a struggle to get myself in this mental state of happiness and I recognize that when that happens it's my gut it's the universe it's everything saying no don't do this job anymore. This isn't making you happy. This is actually taking you further away from where you want to be. And there's there's jobs that I do and that I feel a little bit like that, but good things come out of them or they've, they've taught me something. And you have to be open and receptive to these things. And I do think it's possible to be following the law of attraction without even realizing you're doing it. You might be listening to this and this might be the first time you're hearing about the law of attraction and thinking, oh, this is kind of how I live my life anyway. And this is obviously why I'm getting so much good stuff happening and it is I mean I think if you're a happy positive person then there are going to be good things that come to you but not every single happy person just gets you know a million pounds and does all of that you do still have to do the work it's not all just going to fall into your lap and I I don't want you to be listening to this feeling like something I've said has made you feel a bit angry like oh you're so you're saying that all this negative stuff that's happened to me has happened because of my attitude and I don't I'm not I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is sometimes those hardships and those negative times have happened to you for a reason. And that reason might not be clear right now, but there will be a reason for it. And eventually you'll understand what that is and you'll go into that state where you think, I'm glad that happened because if it didn't, then this wouldn't happen or this wouldn't have happened. And I do think everything does happen for a reason. And I do think that the universe completely has your back and that life is responding to everything you're doing. I think that's a really lovely thought and belief to have because you kind of just will always feel a little bit guided through life and that you know essentially everything is going to work out and it's like that saying if if it's if it's not okay then it's not the end sometimes it just takes a lot of heartache and horrible times to realize that there's really good things I think when you hit rock bottom you've got nothing left to lose that's probably one of the best places you can ever be. So if you are in a situation right now where you are rock bottom, you've got nothing, you've lost everything, there's a reason why you've lost everything and you're now in a situation where you have nothing to lose, but you have everything to gain. And that I think that's beautiful. I think that sometimes is one of those moments where you're like, damn, I've got so much potential now. Someone that I find really, really inspiring is Steve Bartlett. 
he created Social Chain and I met him a few years ago at an RTS event, which is the Royal Television Society. They host events quite often. I went to one. Uh, he was there. So it was Flood of Force and I can't remember who the TV personality was. They did a whole panel on sort of their careers and Steve just was amazing. And I spoke to him afterwards and just the way he spoke, uh, he said to me, I could start a YouTube channel tomorrow and I'd get a million subscribers because I believe in myself and I, I, I believe I can do it it was one of those things where you 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 followed the, the law of attraction for so long and you followed all this stuff and all about high energy and I met him and he just oozed it like he just oozed this almost like arrogance of I can I can do anything because he was at rock bottom he was he told his story of how he was homeless he'd left uni his family kind of turned his back on him he had nothing and then he started this company and I think the first one failed and then he started social chain and look at him now my goodness he is so successful he is incredibly successful and he's doing incredible things yeah it's amazing to know where he came from but he has unwavering belief in himself and that's what we all need we need to have that confidence and that unwavering belief that you can achieve absolutely anything you put your mind to because that's all it really takes it is as simple as that it's just not so simple having that unwavering belief I know I'm someone that really struggles with that belief in myself that I'm confident enough and I can do anything and it's something that I think we're all told from a young age that we can't do everything and there are limits to our success and it's kind of reteaching yourself that you know you can achieve anything we are taught that we can't but we're taught that we can't because whoever taught us believed that they couldn't and whoever taught them believed they couldn't something bad happened to them and they they decided that that was it I'm giving up but as soon as you start speaking to people who have a lot of success and have come from nothing it's then that you realize this shit really does work and it is something that I want to read into and I want to research and I want to better myself and I will always always aim for the top now always I I will always push myself and want for better things for myself because I do believe that I deserve it I think we all deserve it and I think you you right now if you're listening and you're thinking I don't deserve it you do and I know sometimes all of us have that imposter syndrome where you think oh god I don't deserve that I'm not good enough for this I can't do this you are good enough you can do it and you should do it I I guess that's that's where I'll leave it today I just think that you need to have more faith in yourself you need to believe in yourself and we need to teach our generation and other generations to follow that the sky is absolutely the limit and if you can dream it you can do it in the words of Walt Disney so I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I will be hoping to do another podcast on the law of attraction, manifesting and work with the universe, etc, etc. It is with a girl I know. I'm hoping that she'll be up for doing the podcast. I will ask her very soon and hopefully I can get that penciled in. And yeah, it'd be great to share some stories of success and a little bit more on that I think it would be a very interesting podcast at least be an interesting conversation for me to have anyway so hopefully that happens but in the meantime if you want to do any of your own research on the law of attraction or manifesting or living a life with a higher vibration some books I recommend are obviously The Secret, The Magic and The Power by Rhonda Byrne, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King, The Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks and of course the Cosmic Ordering Service by an author whose name I cannot pronounce but it's 
something along the lines of barbel mower. I don't know and I can't say it so I probably completely butchered that but you can find it anywhere on Amazon or on Google so just know that is roughly the name. I'm evidently extremely uncultured. There's honestly so many books out there and even if you just go on YouTube and type in manifesting or the law of attraction you're going to find so many people talking about it and you'll get such a more well-rounded view on how to use it best for you and things that it can do for you. So yeah, I really recommend having a bit of a delve deep into this if you're interested. Otherwise, I think it's just important to try and remain in a positive and calm state as often as possible, not let people get the better of you, not let yourself get the better of you and just believe in yourself and Anything that you want, you can get, you will get. You just have to believe in yourself a little bit more. But I hope you've enjoyed listening to today's podcast, as I said. And I look forward to speaking to you all next Sunday for the next episode. And I hopefully will be joined by a lovely guest. So I will see you next Sunday. Don't